huge savings on new and previously leased furnishings. That's right, huge savings. At Court Furniture Clearance Center, choose from our wide variety of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. You'll find sofas from $199.99 and more. Everything in our 9,000 square foot showroom is Court certified, guaranteed, and in stock. Ready for delivery or to take home today. Visit our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off. Welcome to a special edition of the Monkeys Fighting Robots podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Sardo. Today, I'm speaking with WWE superstar Jake the Snake Roberts. His new film, The Bet, is available today. Also, check out his Unspoken Word tour. Jake, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. Hey, no problem, bro. Your film, The Bet, is out today on DVD and on demand. You're also touring around the country with your The Unspoken Word tour. Has comedy been a big part of your life? No. No, absolutely not, man. Uh, I never thought I was funny. But uh, I'm not funny, but it's just all the Rick Dang stories that I know, you know. I do all these road stories and locker room stuff. Uh, I mean, when you got a snake to play with, to throw in the mix every now and then, you got that, and then uh, you get a bunch of wrestlers in a locker room, there's going to be some BS fly out of that. So uh, I've got 39 years of material to work from, so I can have a lot of fun. What are the elements that make a good storyteller? Timing. It's all about timing. You know, and uh, uh, learning to, to use your voice to uh, create intrigue, to create doubt, to create fear, you know, and learning how to do that. And uh, I, I wish I could tell you guys I went to school and I learned it properly, but no, I just, uh, it's a God gift for me, and uh, I'm very grateful. Um, that I've been able to do this because I'm having a blast on the road doing these things. And then uh, this movie comes along, I read the script, I find out that I'm going to be a, play a father that owns a gourmet condom company. And uh, it's pretty easy just to say, all in. Because <laughs> uh, that's something I've always wanted to do is own a gourmet condom company. <laughs> Please. You know, when Dallas was in the flick and Roddy was there, but uh, you know, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to work with Roddy on the film. Uh, he was in different parts, but Dallas was there, so I got to aggravate him, which is a lot of fun. So, you know, when, when you can get paid for doing things that you don't consider work, it's a great day. Do you have any role models in the stand-up or spoken word realm? Uh, you know. There, there are some guys I like, you know, of course, I like the older stuff, too. You know what I mean? You're always going to have your classic performers, but, um, you know, I like Fluffy. You know, I mean, he's hard not to like. I mean, he's a fun guy. I, I, maybe because I, I know him off stage as well, but, uh, you know, we all need to laugh. And uh, this whole world needs a lot more comedians, man, because these serious people out here are getting us killed. And uh, we just need to look around and shake somebody's hand today and laugh a little bit instead of uh, taking yourself so seriously. Did you have a favorite moment when you were filming with Roddy Rowdy Piper? No, I didn't get to film with Roddy on this flick, man. Uh, we did different days. I came in for one week, and he was, I think, he was a week or two before me. But uh, I did get a chance to work with Dallas, like I said, and uh, 
you know, Dallas is one of these guys that he has to do it absolutely perfect, and he dissects and he puts it together and he rehearses 500 times. And I basically pick up a piece of paper and I look at it a couple of minutes. Okay, let's just go, you know, and I just roll. And uh, for some reason that works for me, but uh, I dang sure couldn't do it like Dallas does. It man, it's be too much work, too much stress. In an interview back in June with Fox Sports, you said this about the WWE. It hurts me sometimes to watch it. I get so angry because I see so much that is being wasted, so much that is being abused, how they abuse finishing maneuvers. Oh, my God, I just want to slap people in the face. To the casual fan, what do you mean by so much being wasted? You know, people want to enjoy wrestling, and and they want, you know, we we all know it's a business, you know, and uh, I'm not going to say fake. That's not the real deal, but... uh, we all know it's a business and things are set up and done, but when you go out there and, and you do finishing maneuvers and you do five or ten of them, you waste all that. Uh, these days, there really isn't a finishing maneuver that means anything. You know, everybody's doing them nine or ten times, you know, and uh, wrestling has always been a, a, a thing where less is more. You know, and because uh, you go out and you create and you you work people into believing that it is real, you know, you, you don't want to get lost up in that anyway. You know, they they don't want to feel like as a fan that they pay twenty bucks or thirty bucks or whatever it is to get screwed over and be lied to. They want to go out and see a rock hard, serious performance, right? So. With me, I, I just see things that are just waste, and then. They don't really get the most out of what they're doing. And um, it's it's a lot easier to show you than it is to explain it. But uh, sometimes a threat of something is much more than the act itself. Uh, You create more energy by just threatening someone than you do actually hitting them. Because once you hit them, it's over. But I can threaten you for 30 minutes and we're going to have a hell of a show going on. (laughs) I totally understand what you're saying. And then yesterday you tweeted, Vince, yes, I would like very much to pass what I've learned about the business and addiction to those just getting out there. Are you trying to lobby fans to get back into the WWE? Well, I'd like for the fans to become a voice that makes the WWE change. You know, uh, these days with social media, man, the fans do have a lot of control over what's going on. And, uh, you know, if you voice your opinion loud enough, somebody's going to hear it. And um, I just want things to be, become more sensible. Of course, I'd like for the whole damn world to become more sensible to what we're doing right now. But um, it's ridiculous what we're living through right now. And uh, people are going to have to stand up and make things change, whether it be wrestling or the way the world is. You know, it's up to us. So let's get it done. Totally agree with you. After a lengthy career in wrestling, your battle with addiction, your battle with cancer, do you feel like you're on borrowed time? No, gosh, no. I feel like I got 50 years left, man. Um, I feel absolutely wonderful. Um, I'm at peace with myself. Um, you know, I, my heart, man, is so strong. And uh, it has survived so much. 
that I went and had all the tests and things done. Yeah, I've got some problems going on with my brain. Well, that, that happens when you've had 500 chair shots to the head. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm still in pretty damn good shape, and uh, I'm feeling good, and I take care of myself now, which is something I never did. Oh, and I've got my weight uh, where I want it. I weigh two. I weigh two hundred and forty-one pounds right now, man, and uh, that's about where I want to be. Two thirty-five, two forty, and um, you know, no, I don't feel like borrowed time, man. I, I feel like I was on borrowed time before, you know, and uh, I roll the dice every day, man, doing cocaine every day, you know. So if you survive that, you got a pretty good chance of living. Jake, thank you so much for your time, and best of luck with all your future projects. All right, no problem, bro. I love you, man. Take care. That was Jake the Snake Roberts. You can follow him on Twitter at JakeSnakeDDT. This concludes a special edition of the Monkey Spreading Robots podcast. If you enjoyed the interview, leave a comment below. I'm Matt Sardo, and this is Monkey Spiding Robots. Tonight on News 4 at 5. Nothing beats a long hot shower in the winter, but how long do you take? 10 minutes. 20 minutes. If there's music, maybe 30. Heating water is so expensive, so I'll show you four ways to slash your energy bill. Saving you money this winter. Consumer reporter Susan Hogan is working for you. Tonight on News 4 at 5 with Wendy Rieger, Jim Hanley, and Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Getting you up to speed the minute you get home with the day's top stories and changing weather conditions. Working for you on NBC 4 at 5.